0: Hello, and welcome to Unwritten Imaginings, where lazy authors talk about story ideas that they'll never get around to writing. New episodes every Sunday. Let us know if you use one of our ideas and we'll give your story a shout out in a subsequent episode. Sign up for our membership and get access to the extended director's cut.
1: Oh, the extended director's cut. Um, Just so that you're aware, any extended cut of our show will be almost certainly worse. Um, So, you know, it makes sense. It's like an extended director's cut.
0: Exactly.
1: Occasionally, there might be one that's better. Most of the time, Mm, no.
0: I I don't think there will ever be one that's better. Like,
1: of like, our show or extended director's cut? That's better because I know <laughs> oh, of several. Of our, our show, show. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. That's uh, that's probably the case.
0: The only thing we cut is like stuttering. <laughs> like, I think that's the only thing we've ever cut.
1: <laughs> no, it's uh, not the only thing we've ever cut. It is the primary thing that okay. has been cut.
0: Anyways. There, yeah. Also, we have no director, so it wouldn't be like it would be the more like the uncut rather than the extended cut.
1: Ah, truly the worst thing we've (laughs) ever heard.
0: (laughs) Okay, well, hi everyone. My name is Eunice, I'm the author of Fantasia and Eternosaurus. And, uh, fun fact I guess I recently got a subscription box as a present and it contains Japanese snacks of which some of which look yummy and some of just look strange.
1: I mean welcome to eating snacks from other countries right like that is definitionally how that goes. Um really you could very easily fill a box full of
0: Japanese snacks that I only like. Um (laughs)
1: Yeah, you could, but that's usually not what they're gonna no, do. No, I could definitely do without the
0: gum. Like, don't don't give me gum in a snap box. That's just plastic. It's not food.
1: Um, I see, I see. Okay. I mean, you know, that's fine. Um, hi, I'm Aethio, author of Rune and Metagame, and, you know, I don't really have a fun fact per se. Um... Because a lot of the time... Never do. Yeah, exactly. Because a lot of the time it's just like, you know, I, I slept terribly. Like I did an hour ago. That was a mistake. I should not have been sleeping an hour ago.
0: No. It's not sleep time. Although, although you know, I am, I am a fan of naps. But
1: I think you do them wrong. It wasn't a nap. Because <laughs> a nap would assume that I had woken up beforehand. And then gone back to sleep.
0: Mm.
1: That wasn't true. I did, however, have a hyper-realistic dream of waking up and then coming over here. And then I saw what the time was. At which point, I woke up. The time was actually right. The time that I saw was actually right. Are you
0: sure it was a dream or just kind of you having a little bit of narcolepsy and confusing awakeness and sleeping
1: (laughs) well given that i was at my computer and it was on in this dream Mm -hmm. and then i saw that it was 241 and then i Mm -hmm. woke up and then i turned my phone on and it was 241 yes i'm absolutely certain that it was a dream
0: wow your dreams keep track of time really well (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah i i know yeah, so welcome to the strange life of, of Atheo, everyone. Um,
1: Unfortunately, it does <laughs> not make more sense from here. It just gets worse.
0: You know, as as a very obvious connection, today is your turn to come up with an idea for a story. <laughs> is
1: that a very obvious connection? Is that what we're going to
0: call it? I mean, I think if the idea were extremely strange and surreal, it would be... <laughs>
1: You know, I could go ahead and change my idea to be extremely strange and surreal. Do you want that?
0: I mean, whatever feels the most compelling to you, we shall, we shall do.
1: See, unfortunately, whatever feels the most compelling to me at the moment is I want to fuck with people by um, taking the standard romance plot of the enemies to lovers bit mm-hmm. and then just make it not work but have them become platonic best friends instead.
0: Enemies to platonic best friends. What? Yeah. Enemies to platonic best friends.
1: Yes, but through the romance tropes on the way.
0: Okay. Let's go.
1: Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Because I just totally want to mess with people. Um...
0: Yeah, That's one of my least favorite tropes. You know, when I hate people, I fucking hate them. And like, don't even tell me that's like... (laughs) you know, suppress attraction or some shit. No, I fucking hate them.
1: In your case, I would be. almost certainly believe that it is not suppressed attraction. Um, this is going to be the swear word episode. Exactly. Yeah. We got Eunice, everybody. Woo!
0: Oh man. Okay. Well,
1: I'm very sorry for your ears.
0: Do we have uh, an idea of who are, Enemies to besties are gonna be?
1: Um. I don't think we have, like, a predetermined version of them. But we could pretty easily, you know, come up with it. Uh, what do we have as as far as characters go? Um. They have to have some reason to easily hate each other. But also, like, some sort of more deeply-seated reason that they would like each other, right? So superficial ways to hate people um organization is definitely one of them
0: (laughs) yeah or you know they just like heard things about each other that may not be true
1: well easy i mean yeah that's an easy answer but at the same time if they just heard things about each other that might not be true i'm not sure that i would consider them enemies so much as people who don't like each other does that make sense
0: it depends on what they heard if it's like things that would earn them automatic anonymity it might
1: hmm.
0: or um if they have like kind of similar long term goals but their short-term ways to get there are opposing. So they're like, why are you messing with my plan? it's like, why are you messing with my plan? And then, but then in the end, they're like, wait a minute. (laughs) We'll have the same end outcome.
1: This plan has compatible endings. Um, Hmm.
0: (laughs) Or, you know, just rivals.
1: I mean, I like the idea of giving them some sort of you know, actual superficial reason why they would dislike each other as opposed to, you know, just making them have heard bad things about each other. Because that's just, like, misunderstanding to... I'm not sure that counts as enemies, you know? Or,
0: you know, it could be like, you know, they both have some baggage and then they think that the other person resembles somebody that they had a bad experience with because of some more superficial characteristic that's similar.
1: Perhaps themselves
0: <laughs> it's like you remind me of my ex, and that's enough.
1: <laughs> I see,
0: but only superficially <laughs> uh, you know people are judgy,
1: I mean, we could do uh more than one of these things, you know, in one direction it goes, you remind me of my ex, and you know I don't like you for that, and in the other direction it goes, it's like. You are the most messy person I've ever seen in my entire life. And I kind of hate that.
0: That's a reason to be like official enemies to someone. They're so messy. I want to kill them.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know okay. a few.
0: <laughs> Whoa. Okay. Um, and then, you know, they like go through some experiences that may be tropey in nature. And realize, you know, that's not the worst thing in the world.
1: It definitely experiences that are tropian nature. <laughs> Even funnier is if they're being forced into these experiences that are tropy by nature by some sort of outside force. But, like, mm. they essentially both realize that it's tropian nature, and then at that point, they use the knowledge that it's tropian nature to sort of bond over their shared complaining. It's perfect.
0: And then they come out of it going, well, that was mildly unpleasant, but you're, you're, you're all right.
1: Exactly. (laughs) You're catching up now.
0: Okay. And, um.
1: What, you've never had a mildly unpleasant experience with somebody and then been friends with them for several years?
0: think so. I like to bond through deeper suffering. (laughs) (laughs) I think. I can't really, I don't really remember mildly unpleasant um, experiences. My brain's like, well, that wasn't important or pleasant. Let's just delete
1: that. (laughs) Wow, that actually sounds really nice. Um, I will say that I don't remember mildly unpleasant experiences that just sort of happen alone. Because I just, they, they're they not, you know, worth remembering. But I do remember them when there's somebody else involved as well. Um,
0: I don't know. It takes a lot for me to remember people in terms of their interestingness. Um, <laughs> moving on from my very unwillingness to make new friends. Um... Let's start with our enemy friends. We're doing this in the clothing of a classic contemporary romance.
1: I think that's, like, a good wrapper for it. or That or, like, historical or fantasy romance would work, though. It really just depends on which set of tropes that you wanted to play with in particular.
0: I mean, I don't know. I don't know contemporary romance tropes as well. Like, you know, like, they like to pull, like, modern things. Like, oh, I'm... Divorced with a child, how scandalous! No one will ever want me, um, and stuff like that
1: <laughs> truly horrifying divorced yeah, like, with a child well, oh um, no,
0: yeah, um but uh what else I mean, and then you know, like actors instead of nobles, but still like with money, money differences, what else do they pull? <laughs>
1: See, like, the money differences is a thing, but, like, the money differences is one of those areas where, like, if you look at it too closely, just by looking at the scale of the money difference and how that money difference gets used, you can tell if you're going into, like, a contemporary romance of the, you know, sweeter kind or a bodice ripper, which I really appreciate uh, from a reader's point of view.
0: (laughs) Wait, contemporary stories that you can call bodice rippers? Isn't that, like,
1: reserved for historical romances? If you want to, like, I don't know what else to call one that is, like, weird. It's not even that weird. Most of the time it's, like, super vanilla for being outside of what is actually called vanilla. Um, But, like, there are some where I don't really have another name for it because it's that style. It's just contemporary. I don't know what else to call it. So it's like, guy
0: swoops in and things get steamy early? Is that what you mean? Kind of? Okay,
1: well. That or there are some that I've read that are like, the first third is an actually reasonable exploration of what romance means to these people who are in very different situations. And the latter two thirds are porn in written form. And you're just going to have to deal with that if you want to keep reading. And a lot of the time, I don't.
0: I don't think that's usually the way the people experience these novels. They're not like, oh, here comes the porn. I guess I got to sit through it to see what the ending is like.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm aware of this information. <laughs> Why are you reading these bodice riffers? I'm so confused. Because it turns out that when you're reading a story that only has two reviews and they're not particularly descriptive, okay,
0: well. you
1: don't get prior warning of what's <laughs> in prior
0: it. Prior warning? Really? The cover didn't warn you? No? No. Okay.
1: Because, <laughs> because sometimes those covers are on the sweet kind of romance, okay? Really? And I don't know what I'm supposed to do about that.
0: Like, the straight up, like... No, the covers are different. You know, like if they're like, you know, clothed and hugging, then usually it's sweeter.
1: (laughs) And if it's just the one guy on the cover and he's not wearing a shirt or wearing a shirt that's like three quarters open. Um, I wish I could say that you were fully correct in that. But unfortunately, as I said, I'm reading tiny authors who may not have had all that much control over what their cover is.
0: The more likely scenario is that they had too much control over what their cover is. Both of those are
1: definitely possible.
0: Lack of knowledge of what their cover is supposed to look like to not traumatize their (laughs) confused readers.
1: The very funny thing (laughs) is that it could be genuinely either.
0: Okay, well, let's just start with tropey characters, right? So for the girl, you got your... Classic, like, oh, I, I've i never, I've never done anything like this before, but gets taken on a really wild ride and like sleeps with someone like the first time they, they meet. Um, you got the,
1: I've never done like, anything like this before, but it's super easy for me to do this <laughs> and I'm definitely going to.
0: They really always like emphasize, I really, I swear I've never done anything like this before.
1: <laughs> again, I, w- I would say, "Honey, how much are you getting paid because your pimp needs to work on his act better <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, And then there's the you know like hardworking um like poor but very smart, uh, but gotta take care of their dying brother slash uh, mother slash."
1: sister you know, slash like
0: yeah the, like the one where it's like oh i'm saddled with all those of these dependents and i must be a fierce independent woman but really i want a prince to pay all of my pills and take care of me um, i'm gonna be honest I who doesn't pretty <laughs> yeah pretty as nice. much as that
1: would like that would be super nice like forget the like you know relationship aspect of it the paying all your bills showing up and letting you just like hang around and be pretty and I, absolutely, I would take that deal.
0: I mean, like, I'm not really in, into the classic prints, but I'd love to have like a schedule assistant slash accountant to do all my life stuff for me. I'm okay with still like earning money. I just don't want to like adult. <laughs> I see, I Anyways, see. Uh, so that's like number two, and then there's the uh, the really like boss, like really boss CEO woman who makes. People's balls shrivel just by being in the room, but secretly, you know, doesn't want to be alone and isn't, is actually really nice. And, you know, a scene with a kitten that's really cute and stuff like that.
1: <laughs> I see. So you have just defined a lesbian romance. Um, <laughs> right? <laughs> Unless no, I heard no. something wrong. Because <laughs> you said, well, start I mean... with the girl, and then you went on this, like, the dependent one who wants the prince, and then you said the second one, which was the CEO one. <laughs> on this
0: <laughs> what no, no those are those are like three options to then pair oh up and, okay. and male trope <laughs> okay <laughs>
1: I'm like I was so genuinely confused
0: <laughs> I was
1: like hold on this doesn't seem your style I would definitely do something like that um <laughs>
0: No, 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 but, but in, in, in the straight romance, like that one secretly just has very, you know, submissive kinks and just wants an even cooler CEO
1: to. See, but the problem is that we're not going into actual romance here, so the kinks are off the table, which unfortunately does change our sort of available. Uh...
0: Well, I mean, I feel like. We can start with at least the appearance of the tropes and then adjust the characters so they come out of it in a steadfast platonic friendship.
1: (laughs) I just want to mess with people. Okay.
0: Figure that out. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Maybe they just have like completely different kinks and it's just like, I guess we'll just be friends.
1: (laughs) See, I wouldn't go through that to the friends i would
0: no it's it's not about exp- it, it becomes clear without really like going into it it's not like they tried but yeah
1: i see just, i see
0: they're not each other's type okay
1: exactly <laughs> we're not each other's type but you know you're pretty cool anyway so
0: <laughs> okay so pick one two or three
1: <laughs> i don't know uh one is probably the easiest to do this with I i would think right no, two would be. Two would be the easiest to do this with.
0: Yeah, one would be hard, because one, um, they don't really have any personality other than, I don't usually do this. <laughs> uh,
1: I don't usually do this. The uh, they're, they're,
0: they're the most self inserty of the three.
1: <laughs> you know, I'm not sure what kind of self-insert that is. Maybe that's just me, though.
0: Okay, you know, like the normal audience for this is like women who are single and have never done that, but think
1: about it. I'm not it, sure that that's novels. actually the primary audience.
0: Well, I mean, that's what I read as the intended primary audience. I don't, I don't know how many people are actually like that, but that is what I imagine the intended audience to be, <laughs> which makes it you know, the self inserty nature of these doormats.
1: See, but the problem is that most people, at least that I know, who are actually in the, you know, age of the main character, uh, tend not to be the I-don't-usually-do-this type and tend more to, towards the well-let's-try-it type, which is very different.
0: I don't think the people you know are the normal audience for these books. But...
1: I don't think the people I know are a normal audience, period. Um,
0: yeah, so I don't think that, yeah, that's relevant. I think there's a bunch of people who fit the stereotype I described.
1: Gross. I don't know Truly, either. I would not <laughs> want to know these people. Well, I I was saying that, well, the the second part of that is that I do know... That there are a bunch of 30- to 40-year-old women who definitely fit that I-don't-usually-do-this type.
0: Uh-huh. Yeah. Where
1: they definitely would usually do this if given, like, even the beginnings of a chance. Which is... Kind of gross and also kind of, like, you know, eye roll It's like, really? Okay. Maybe talk to the people you got married to and then immediately stopped doing anything with. What the hell am I supposed to do about that? Um... <laughs>
0: Okay, well, let's let's stop talking about... We're keeping it platonic, so it's not important. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> okay, so we're going with number two?
1: <laughs> exactly.
0: Okay, now, the usual counterpart to the... What do we call it? The plucky heroine is some uber-rich, successful business guy who hires her as a secretary slash assistant slash something something um where he uh, notices her uh subtle beauty and uh keen intelligence um, and uh, becomes less of a workaholic in favor of you know canceling all of his appointments to woo her um, despite the fact that you know he's a successful businessman. <laughs>
1: I mean, the thing about being a successful businessman is that about 90% of it is having rich parents, so...
0: No, 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 he's one of the ones who, like, grew up from poor background and worked his way up by the, by, what what is that saying? By the grit, I don't know, by, by grit and determination and intelligence.
1: Ah, uh, yes, statistically, the man who does not exist... <laughs>
0: Well, yes, that that's why people read romance novels, and don't usually do things, you know.
1: <laughs> See, I'd rather a realistic hot guy, but maybe that's just me. I think actually, it may just be me. Um, <laughs>
0: it's just you, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, and um, they can be enemies because um,
1: maybe he didn't hire her. Instead, she was hired by uh, somebody else who, and in order to help him. Not be like maybe you know we were talking, or at least I was talking earlier about the like the sort of messy versus versus organized uh dynamic, and maybe she was hired specifically as a requirement for him to keep his job because he keeps canceling random fucking appointments with everybody. <laughs> And that's just sort of how he rolls in general is he makes random appointments with people that somehow work out and he cancels random appointments with people that apparently were not valuable to him and for some reason that keeps working out for him so that's the only reason he's still on but at the same time all of the people funding him are so annoyed by this that they force him to hire somebody who's super organized and going to keep him on task and this makes them enemies.
0: So he appears to be a chaos gremlin who just bowls his way through life and came out randomly with success, which um, our plucky heroine really resents.
1: Um, Really (laughs) resents.
0: But but he actually does have a method to his madness, because, you know, you gotta keep your enemies unstable.
1: (laughs) Exactly. you got to keep your enemies unstable and your friends presently presently (laughs) surprised.
0: Um, Okay, so, you know, they have their initial clash.
1: Huge initial clash, literally a full year of them just being angry with each other all the time.
0: And, uh, you know, they have uh, passive-aggressive, I don't know, stunts that they pull. With memos. Complete with memos.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the most passive-aggressive memos you've ever read in your entire you know, life.
0: Memos, email chains. Um, like, uh, what else? Um, you know, like where people messing with each other's uh, Google calendars. Um, and things <laughs> of that nature.
1: But... Um, You know. She, like, calls ahead on his Uber and redirects it to a different place where he's supposed to be going.
0: Um, you know, she, like, messes with escapades where she thinks he's off going to have fun. But it's actually supposed to be some kind of work-related chaos rather than... Not that he shared
1: that information with her in advance.
0: But, um, you know, through it all, they, uh, learn to... Uh, respect uh, each other's deviousness.
1: (laughs) They respect each other's deviousness and also hate it. Um.
0: Um, And, you know, like, they never do anything that's truly harmful to the other person because they're not assholes. Um.
1: Well, I mean, I don't know about truly harmful to the other person. Like, long-term harm, I think no. Um, (laughs) Short-term harm is a little bit more up in the air. And harmful to the business that they both work at, I would say absolutely not.
0: Okay. Well, you know, minor scrapes. Okay.
1: (laughs) Yeah, exactly.
0: But, um, uh, and then, um, you know, the the guy is constantly trying to lose the assistant slash prison (laughs) warden.
1: (laughs) Exactly. And she absolutely cannot afford to lose this job.
0: But, um, yeah, like maybe she got promised a real hefty bonus if she could keep The guy on task for some big upcoming
1: project. Not even that. Not even that. What I would say... Because we gotta... We gotta do the romance trips, right? So they get sent to a conference in some super out-of-the-way place where all the, like, phone stuff goes down.
0: Okay.
1: Now, it's a conference, right? So there's definitely other people there. But at the same time... You know, if we want to be super tropey here, there's a limited number of rooms, and each group can only get one room, and the two of them are who got sent. So, looks like you're getting one room. Um.
0: Sure, they can they can share a room. Yeah. And, uh, you know, eventually, he's gonna have to learn that, um, you know, she has a little brother, who she's the... Guardian of, because their parents died in a car accident when she was eighteen.
1: Eighteen? <laughs> Come on. Their parents, were, their parents weren't great to begin with, so she was an emancipated minor at sixteen.
0: Yo, you're making her <laughs> less tropey. And am I? I? Think that's, yeah. What kind of person emancipates themselves? And. <laughs>
1: They need to be a victim of their circumstances. (laughs) I mean, they. she is. I haven't changed that. It's just somebody who's not particularly enthused being the victim.
0: Okay, well, it's fine. Either way, you know, sole breadwinner of her small household. And um, we can even set this in in the U.S. and have some hefty medical bills to...
1: (laughs) perfect
0: <laughs> perfect absolutely you know, makes sense. real life is a dystopia uh, <laughs> and uh she learns that despite the chaos gremlin don't give a damn vibes i mean if they're actually... sh- if they're
1: sharing a room his planning sessions are suddenly available to her when they never have been before
0: yeah he's got <laughs> a paper notebook that has notes that are organized and make sense. It just doesn't So she sneaks on. a read
1: of his uh what she thinks yeah. is his diary but is actually his business notes.
0: Yeah. And the reason why it seems like he has no documentation anywhere online is
1: because he has no documentation <laughs> anywhere online. <laughs> yeah.
0: And you know, finds some, you know, really rough and cheap-looking memento and then um realizes that he's not actually just like a pretty rich boy playing you know randomly with money
1: (laughs) and then even on top of that you know she reads some of it and she's like oh now that i actually understand what you're doing hold on i can make this better
0: (laughs) and then uh they team up and take over the business world
1: They they take over the conference at least uh and we can end the story you know pretty soon after it, uh, because we go through as many of the romance tropes as we can in this, like, one- to two-week conference, and then we- we call it the end of the story.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, you know, one person gets sick, and the other person has to nurse them, and, uh, you know, like, the- the lights turn out, and there's a storm, and, you know, like, all of- all of the technical difficulties are underway, (laughs) Um, one of one of their luggages gets lost.
1: Nobody can tell if a horror movie is going on in this place or a romance one. Too uh, many technical difficulties.
0: And then you know, like you have to pretty strongly fend off the the shipping, otherwise uh, the readers are gonna be mad at the end. So
1: I mean, um, I would just fend off the shipping by making them like, you know, it's like he's hot, and then you sort of go into the like. Eh, but also he reminds me of what my brother was like and like that's not attractive that's just somebody i like as a person so we're gonna not go that direction i mean at least personally right um because somebody who reminds me of my siblings is not somebody who i find attractive there's somebody who i might like to hang out with but not somebody i find attractive
0: I mean, I guess if you, if you make it clear that they remind each other of close family members that it would be weird to be attracted to in their thinking, but also, you know, just have like their reaction to like seeing each other naked because, you know, one person barged into the, the bathroom because the other person didn't lock it because, you know, tropes um, being like, well, that I, I'm going to try and unsee that. <laughs>
1: Well, it's not even the, like, I'm going to try and unsee that. It's just the, like, I'm not particularly additionally interested by this.
0: It doesn't float my boat. We all have tastes that, yeah, do not overlap. Um, <laughs> and uh, they can, uh, you know, just, ha- just have, find, find small habits of the other person moderately irritating. It's like, I respect you as a person, but if we had to hang out f- for a long time, like we did this, this weekend. Might stab you with a pen.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, I, don't, I wouldn't know about that. But I would just say, like, you know, as far as being around each other pretty regularly, that's okay. As far as living together, not a chance. It's
0: like, no. And, um, you know, they uh, resolved their differences and, and work as a very effective team because friendship exactly
1: it's the perfect kind of story right
0: you know maybe stick a cute animal in there to kind of buffer i think that would work as well you know like you can't be thinking about sex when there's a kitten in the room i think
1: (laughs) (laughs) oh you've read very different styles of books than i have um Um, uh,
0: i yeah i i guess i'm trying to imagine no not with a kitten in the room guys that's gross (laughs)
1: sometimes you forget that there's a kitten in the room
0: oh well it's the very
1: short version of that
0: make the kitten obnoxiously present and attention seeking there you go
1: (laughs) okay but that just sounds like you're that just is an obvious form of interference that you really shouldn't lean on more than you need to
0: well you know you can put other other things like um I don't know what a... Well, I, I guess you're, you're not supposed to rely on external pushes away from romance because it makes it seem like as soon as they're gone, it would come. Yeah. Um, I don't know. This is like the literal opposite of what I usually do, which is make everyone fall in love. Um...
1: <laughs> See, I'm, I mean, I personally find this fun because, uh, you know, there are people that I speak to on a regular basis whereas like some people think that we would do great dating each other and me and that other person are like absolutely not we're super incompatible that way but we are good friends.
0: Mm, I have had a couple of people at work that like I really hated them and then like once somebody was like are you dating and I was like Ew, no I really 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 actually hate them. <laughs> I see I see. But it wasn't like we we ended up friends in the end. It's like, no, I, I fucking hate them.
1: <laughs> Massively different life experiences. Sometimes oh, yeah. it shows.
0: Um, but um, I don't know. What else do we put in the story? More tropes. We need more tropes.
1: Honestly, though, I think we're good as far as the uh, story goes. Because just saying more tropes is kind of... Enough to round out what we need as far as that goes.
0: Like, they have to go shopping together, like, in Pretty Woman. And, um, what else? Go to fancy dinners and rescue each other from sexual harassment. And, you know, have that, like, scene in the movie where they're just, like, running through a park in the middle of the night and giggling because they're drunk.
1: (laughs) I mean, if you super want to lean into it, you could go with a full-on fake dating for the course of the conference because they both have some ex there who's bothering them, so it's better if they pretend to date.
0: The contractual relationship that actually ends contractually at the end of the contract period. (laughs) Now that, well, that's like... Mind-blowing.
1: That doesn't (laughs) occur to me at first to be a trope to subvert, because let's just say that I may have had that experience.
0: Oh man. It's as crazy as like somebody, you know, like falling off a cliff into a waterfall and actually turning up dead. (laughs) Instead of definitely
1: (laughs) alive. I see, I see.
0: That's the level of what?
1: (laughs) Wait, hold on. You actually did it. You, um, you're insane. <laughs> you actually did it.
0: Yeah. Actually, definitely getting drunk together will be very important. Because, um, rather than just, like, they'll bond, but then both of them will throw up and be really gross. And then it'll be like, okay, we, we shared this experience, but it wasn't, like, one that made me more attracted to you in a in a physical attraction sense. <laughs> yep. <laughs> It was kind of gross, but i'm glad I'm glad we we did that, and also ow my hangover
1: <laughs> exactly honestly, okay. I actually really like this I think we're we're good I mean,
0: you would <laughs> maybe they can they can um both fall in love with other people later, or it's implied
1: if you want to do an epilogue, you can drop it in there, but
0: And then, um, you know, make the cover, like, I don't even know what the cover would be um, for something that's, like, a non-romance.
1: I would go for something that feels like it could be a romance cover, but it's also, like, subtly off and you can't tell how.
0: Maybe they're just, like, smiling genuinely at each other. (laughs) 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 They never have that expression. It's always Truly,
1: truly the most disturbing of covers. (laughs) Um.
0: (laughs) Okay. Well, if you like that story idea, write it. You know what? Just email us and tell us that you like it. Cause I'd be interested to see if anybody is. Um You know, that's at-
1: fair, but I just wanna I just wanna say that I'm definitely interested in this sort of thing. It's just that it's um I understand not really the typical direction that most people are gonna go with this.
0: I mean it's it's fine. I'm just not sure it would be commercially successful which since when have
1: i ever been commercially successful
0: exactly so you know i I wouldn't i wouldn't tell people to just like write it and you'll definitely do well like some of the ideas that i've urged people to write so you know email us at listeners at com. you'll have at least one one enthusiastic reader
1: (laughs) exactly there's a certain limit on how much i'm willing to pay for this sort of thing um But it's a little bit higher than most people (laughs) would think.
0: Um, If you want to be a guest on our show, email us at guests at unwrittenimaginings.com.
1: If you liked our show, we would appreciate it if you could rate us or review us on whichever podcast platform of choice that you're using. As long as it supports that kind of thing.
0: Yeah. And, uh, you know, recommend us to your friends. And we'll see you next week.
1: And to your hot enemies. (laughs) See you next week.